When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is People Every Day. Coming up, breaking down Britney Spears' big win in her ongoing conservatorship case and other stars in court these days. Plus, Chrissy Teigen's feelings about being canceled and Patti LaBelle on her hit pies and life as a glamma. It's July 15th. Welcome back to People Every Day, this good Thursday. I'm your host, Janine Rubenstein, and I had two leftover Red Lobster Cheddar Bay biscuits for breakfast. That is my honest-to-God truth. (laughs) Thank you to my son, Reese, who knows my heart and brought them home for me the other day. Uh, Now that that's out of the way, on to the news you actually need to know. I got to say, I was surprised to see Chrissy Teigen speaking out again on social media after her big mea culpa, I guess, a few weeks back, apologizing to disappointed fans for her resurfaced past of online bullying. She took to Instagram on Wednesday with a long post in which she called for a support group For people like her who have been canceled, she wrote, Cancel Club is a fascinating thing, and I have learned a whole lot. Only a few understand it, and it's impossible to know till you're in it. And it's hard to talk about it in that sense because... Obviously, you sound whiny when you've clearly done something wrong. It just sucks. She is being super open, as she always is, about this very tricky time in her life and career. And this is on the heels of multiple business endeavors falling through for her. But the concept is interesting. Like this this canceled celebrity support group? Like, is there one out there? Maybe Chrissy will start it. I don't know how any of this works. Uh, But I do think a couple of old adages may be useful in this case. Uh, Less is more and time heals all wounds. That's just my take. (laughs) All right. Later in the show, I catch up with the truly delightful singer and sweet potato pie queen, Patti LaBelle. And we talk all about food. It's been 20 years since she released her hit cookbook and family. So stay tuned. Now, though, let's get into some of the biggest headlines today, and they're all coming out of the courtroom. So joining me is the Honorable People Staff Editor, Jeff Nelson. Hey, Jeff. Hi, Janine. How's it going? It's good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm good. I'm good. So so let's talk uh, celebrity court TV, I guess. Um, just the biggest one that is on everyone's tongues right now, Britney Spears. We got an update. This has been ongoing for weeks now. It's, I guess, three weeks after she spoke out in that just bombshell statement that she made about her life in her conservatorship and just how hard it's been on her. But fill us in on what went down yesterday. Yeah. So, I mean, as she did last month, Britney gave a really emotional testimony in court again, and she's continuing to fight for her future publicly. Um, and I mean, one of the biggest things to come out of yesterday was that she was approved to hire her own lawyer, which is a huge deal. She hasn't, yeah. while she's been under the conservatorship for 13 years, she hasn't been able to have her own lawyer. So it's always been a court appointed lawyer. So that, and then she also said that she wants her dad 
out of her life and off of the conservatorship, and she wants to charge him for conservatorship abuse. This was a biggie. So what were some of the things, like, specifically that she had to say about her father? Yeah. So, I mean, she said that she's not a perfect person, but she said that these... I guess these episodes that she's had over the years have been because of what they did to me, she said. And I mean, she was slamming her dad and conservators and saying it was their goal to make her feel crazy, which I'm not. You know, we've never gotten a medical, a mental health diagnosis. She made more claims against her dad, uh, saying that he took her driver's license away and she's not allowed to drink coffee and uh, she's not able to choose what she eats and she doesn't get her pink hair vitamins. So just kind of like claims of overstepping, like, yes, everything that went down in the past, you know, I have had, you know, some struggles, but they took this to like the umph degree of like, controlling my every move. Her dad is, um, I mean, denying allegations of abuse. Um, but yeah, it's it's getting very heated. Uh, where is her mom in all of this? It seems uh, just from the headlines that I've read that she is very much in Britney's corner. Um, and is Britney cool with that? Like, how, how does mom play into all of this? Yeah. So, I mean, actually, just last week, her mom, Lynn, petitioned the court and asked the judge to allow Brittany to hire her own lawyer, which we saw happen officially yesterday. So, yeah, her mom, Lynn, really has been supporting Brittany. Got it. And so Matthew Rosengart is that new lawyer. Um, It's one that she got for herself. Just like you said, a huge step for her. Uh, Why him? Do we know anything about his background? Yeah. You know, we know that he's a big legal power player. He's been named to all sorts of lists and he's a really well-known, influential guy in that world. And I mean, he he has a ton of A-list clients. He represents Steven Spielberg, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Keanu Reeves, Sean Penn. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, Britney's just the latest name on that, yeah, that A-list roster of clients. And so this is a huge step for her. Uh, is it likely that we see an end to this conservatorship in short order, would you say? You know, it's hard to say. Um, obviously, I mean, in the courts, some of these things can move slowly, mm-hmm. but we know that Brittany does not want to be in the conservatorship anymore. But I mean, the fact that she was approved to hire her own lawyer yesterday is a huge deal. The next step we would think is that, you know, we're just waiting for her to petition to end the conservatorship. Got it. And and I, I want to talk about her uh, just speaking out and posting on Instagram using the hashtag Free Britney. Uh, and this is, of course, that movement that has just been floating around of people trying to, uh, you know, express for her before she was speaking out that she was trapped in a way. Uh, so how big is that for her to be kind of taking up that that flag? Yeah, I mean, this was the first time we've seen her use the hashtag Free Britney. And I mean, in the post, she said that she was she felt blessed and she thanked all of her fans for supporting her over Mm. the years. So, yeah, this was her. Yeah, big. It was a celebratory moment for her. All right. Well, shifting to another courtroom that's also dealing with conservatorships. uh, Erica Girardi, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, is speaking out on the show. We're getting some new clips about her addressing all of the legal drama surrounding her and estranged husband, Tom Girardi, who it was just announced, you know, has late onset Alzheimer's disease and is under his own conservatorship. He's 82 years old, uh, but they are in 
in the midst of just a crazy legal battle over siphoning off money from his company and from victims of these these situations that he was representing. Um, what did she have to say? And I guess, how do you feel about this? We've seen this before, Jeff, with, uh, you know, different housewives getting caught up in tricky situations like this. Uh, are, are you surprised at all when it comes to Erica Girardi? I mean, I'm a housewife fan, so I, yeah, you are. <laughs> I didn't know if they were going to go there on the show or not. And they did. And um, last night we really saw her. I mean, she was with her friend Kyle Richards and she was just like bawling, like the mascara running from her eyes. God, Kyle, my divorce is not a sham. I know. It's I just know. not. I mean... Nobody wants to be in the position I'm in right now. I mean, because there's all sorts of stuff going on. People are like, is she like, is she faking the divorce to hide assets? Is it like, is it a sham divorce? Yeah, people called her marriage out for being a scam. And now they're saying the divorce is a scam. It's like just one thing after the other. And then I I just want to read this quote she had. She said, there's nothing I can do except wait to tell my side of the story, Uh, having the feeling or of just not knowing. And then these huge things being alleged and just having to defend myself. It's just a lonely, lonely place to be because God, Kyle, she was talking to Kyle Richards. My divorce is not a sham. It's just not. I mean, nobody wants to be in the position I'm in right now. Well, that's for sure. That is for sure. I mean, do you see this? Uh, playing out in actual courtrooms with her? Because after I watched uh, the documentary about her and Tom and everything that's being alleged against his law firm, I was like, oh, this isn't just like a a punchline or, or like a you know storyline. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. She, But yeah, I mean, Erica has been dragged into it because allegedly his law firm, like she's connected to it. Apparently his law firm gave one of her company's money. Uh, she's involved with some paperwork. Yeah. I mean, she says that she had no idea that he was allegedly taking money from these, from victims that he had previously been representing. So she, yeah, I mean, she certainly looked upset on the show, but I mean, there's been a lot of Bravo fans are saying like, oh, like she, you know, well, she was in Chicago on Broadway just before the pandemic. They're saying like, oh, like she's a good actress. Like she really like used her Chicago acting chops like for that episode last night. So some people are thinking like she's just using the show to get sympathy. Other people believe her. It's yeah, it's who knows? Who knows? <laughs> All right. I got to get into this last one uh, because I was obsessed with the show. Tiger King. So Joe Exotic, uh, Joseph Maldonado Passage is back in the news because he is being resentenced for his 2019 conviction for hiring people to kill Carol Baskin and other myriad crimes, including killing tigers and all of that craziness that we watched on that hit Netflix show. So uh, I guess it's it's a technicality. He had 22 years and they are lessening it. He is now being sentenced to 17 to 22 years on a, like I said, technicality. But do you still care, Jeff? Like, is Joe Exotic still relevant to you? You know, I do still care. You He's do. such a character and it's just such a crazy story. Like I'm yeah, I'm definitely interested. Okay, well, I guess Amazon isn't because they just pulled the plug on <laughs> their their Joe Exotic uh Tiger King show with Nicolas Cage. They're saying, you know, it, it it's not relevant anymore. But I, I am still kind of interested too. So I want to do some rapid fire with you really quickly just about uh, Tiger it. King and Joe Exotic. <laughs> uh 
Would you watch Joe Exotic on 60 Minutes? Yes, absolutely. Like, give me give me 120 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Would you still watch Carol Baskin's reality show if she had one? Yeah. <laughs> I would just, like, see that. I don't see her in her, like, floral moo-moos, like, taking care of exotic cats. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> behind Bars. Would you watch the Behind Bars episode with Joe Exotic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think yes. How about, how about Joe Exotic's ex-husband's dating show? Which ex-husband? I'm kidding. Which ex-husband? Oh. <laughs> that one maybe. That uh, one's a maybe. Maybe not. I don't think I need that. Yeah. Would you, as a music head, you you know all about music. Would you listen to Joe Exotic's follow-up album? It would probably be a lip sync album, but would you listen? Because I saw Tiger, It's a hard pass. I don't I don't need that on my playlist, Janine. <laughs> and and wait, this is a real one. Did you watch Carol Baskin on Dancing with the Stars? You know, I didn't. I missed that season. I would watch some clips. My my girl Chriselle Staus from Selling Sunset was on, so I would always watch her. But no, I didn't watch Carol on Dancing with the Stars, but I sent her my best. <laughs> send, send, send her our best. Uh, don't come for us, Carol. We don't want any of that drama. Uh, Joe. Joe. <laughs> I, Yikes. See, he is so relevant. I got him on the brain. Joe, thank you. <laughs> of course. Always love talking to you, Janine. Have a good one. Next up, I catch up with soul-singing icon and celebrity chef, Patti LaBelle. Stay tuned. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Miss Patty, Patty LaBelle, everyone, the icon of soul music, is here. Of course, her voice is beyond powerful. I first heard it coming through my mom's speakers when I was a kid. And now my kids not only get to hear her coming through my speakers, but they get to taste her soulful food as well. We all know about her famous sweet potato pie, and it is a favorite at my house. But today we're going to take it back to when we first got a taste of Patty's cooking. It's the 20th anniversary of her best-selling cookbook, La Belle Cuisine, recipes to sing about. And she is here now to talk food, music, and life as a, I'm going to say glam ma. <laughs> Hi, Miss Patty. Hi, how are you, Janine? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So 20 years, that that took me by surprise that, that your book came out 20 years ago. 
it was a long time ago. Mm. Now I have grandbabies and a daughter-in-law and recipes, new recipes in the cookbook. Yeah. And so, okay, so we're we're celebrating with the 20th anniversary edition. So it's been updated. Give me a, a little taste of, of what's new. What's new? There are three new recipes, a banging fish, a lobster and shrimp uh, cake, Ooh. quarantine chicken recipe. Uh, <laughs> during quarantine, I just thought of a lot of different things to cook. Because there's nothing else for me to do that's fun except cook. So I cook for all of those 15 months every day. I, I, I always wanted to ask you about just how, I mean, you're clearly a New York Times bestselling uh, cookbook author. People have always loved your food. But did it surprise you how crazy things got around your sweet potato pie? It got real crazy, right? <laughs> I was so pleased. So, um <laughs> You know that the people love the pie. I mean, they really loved it. And I will always say to people, don't think my pie is better than your grandmother's or your mother's pie or your auntie's pie. Mine is a patty pie. And people <laughs> will cook on that patty pie, like, patty pie like crazy. They love it. You know, that's a blessing. I wanted to ask you, there's, there's this a documentary that's out on Netflix that so many people have been talking about, High on the Hog, how African-American yeah. cuisine transformed America. So I'm just wondering from your, your vantage point, like, how has Black cuisine impacted, you know, the world? I haven't seen it, but I know that we brought the food back in the day. I mean, people have been eating soul food for all of their lives in the South. If, if you were the nanny of a white family, that family grew up on soul food. Uh, soul food is a staple. And I don't think I could ever cook a meal without having soul food included. Although mm -hmm. I make other dishes like Italian dishes and Japanese dishes, but soul food is a basic. It's like the foundation of food as far as I'm concerned. And, and what is it about just the act of cooking that means so much for you? I mean, of course, food is wonderful and it tastes good and all that, but it seems like it has a deeper presence in your life. Well, I cook to be happy. And I cook to make people happy. And when I feed you, if you don't ask for seconds or takeouts, I'm going to be angry because it's from my soul. <laughs> I give it every I give it like I'm doing a show when I cook. It's like a concert on the stove to me. And when I put all that joy and feeling in it, please say you like it. And if you don't like it, say you love it, but never say I don't like it. <laughs> you can't come back. And so there's there, there's that connection between cooking and, and singing. And even I, I like the title of your book, how it says, you know, food that'll make you sing. But uh, let, let's go over to the music world. I mean, one, the last time I got to hear your amazing voice was on the Versus Battle, um, which was a win for everyone who was listening. Uh, uh, but what, what has that been like for you? That Versus Not Battle. It was never a battle. It was two girlfriends singing mm -hmm. their songs and singing background. When Gladys sang, I was singing background. When I was doing, when my songs were up, she was singing background. We're <laughs> in it together. We're never going to uh, battle each other because there's so much room for everybody. People like to have people fighting all the time, mm -hmm. saying, I'm, better, I'm a better singer than you and you're better. It's never like that. So for me, it was like doing a concert because I had a chance to kick off my pumps. I just had a chance. <laughs> yes, you did. You know, I even messed up. Some, I said, where are my song lyrics? Where are the lyrics? It was free to be me. Nice. And it was a wonderful, I think it was an hour and a half or however long. We had fun. And oh we planned to goodness. do more things together, Gladys and I. Please, you and Gladys Knight, that was just such a moment. Thank you. Iconic. So you also look amazing. Is it in the food? Is it in the water? Like what's going on, Patty? <laughs> Let's say it's in the food. 
Let's say it's in the food. Let's say that. Yeah, I've been eating this food all my life, and I think it's helped with my skin, my attitude. My, because when you eat great food, you feel good. Mm. And I eat great food from morning until night, and I feel good all day long. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, well, a, cu- a couple of speed round food questions for you before I lose you. Um, okay, so what's one of the best things to have or bring to a family barbecue? One of the best things to bring will be hot sauce. Hot I sauce. Would. Okay. I mean, it's always it's always in my purse. Hot sauce. It's always and in fresh your bag. Garlic, <laughs> fresh garlic, habanero peppers. I bring seasonings just in case. It's like even on the flights, when you you know mm-hmm. the food is going to be sucking, you bring your hot sauce, your garlic, <laughs> and any spice you like. Then enhance the food if you want to eat. Next question. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, best meal for a rainy day. Chili, turkey chili. Mm. I made some yesterday. And it's raining today, so it's right in, in time with the rain. Chili stew, like stews, like stewed chicken, uh, beef stew for a rainy day with me. That's that's what I love. Nice. Okay, when you're feeling low to cheer or to cheer up a friend, what's just a, a go-to meal? Well, at the time of Luther's illness, when he was um, near the end, mm. I made some back-to-life soup. You know, and I called the back to life soup, not just for him, but my musical director at that time was also passing. And so was my sister, Barbara. So I would always make this great soup. I mean, I'm a soup queen and I would make them this great chicken stock soup, you know, with garlic, onions, um, string beans, a lot of veggies in it. Um, Mm. Brussels sprouts, just anything to make a great soup. And they all loved it, you know, and I wish it could have lasted longer in their spirit and their soul that they would still be here. But they're gone. But they left with a smile on their face. Oh, back to life soup. I love that. And lastly, to make with your granddaughters. What's what's your favorite thing to make with them? Well, we have something coming out that I can't tell you. But anyway, we make the best (laughs) waffles and pancakes. Oh, I make the batter and then I bring the pan down low so they can pour their little dollop in and then Mm -hmm. they'll eat. They'll see it smoke up and fry up and say, oh, Grandpa, I made something. I made a pancake. So we love, we love doing that together. Oh, that's so sweet. And the little one, I want turkey bacon, Grandma. I said, okay, so we get turkey bacon. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Home cooking at Miss Patty's house. I'm telling you, like, just talking to you, I feel, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you are. It's so good to speak with you. My mom and my grandma are going to be like, what? I haven't even told them, so. (laughs) Well, tell them I send my love. I will, I will. They'll hear it. (laughs) That was Miss Patty LaBelle. For more on her, head over to people.com or your local grocery store's pie section like I do. Now, for something else to make you smile, if you are looking for an eco-friendly way to get your lawn under control, New York City says look no further than your friendly, hungry neighborhood goat. (laughs) On Wednesday, Running of the Goats returned to Manhattan's Riverside Park, unleashing 24 goats to do their annual weed whacking and snacking on invasive species like vines and beetles. Here's why Dan Gorodnik, president of the Riverside Park Conservancy says goats are perfect for the job. It's healthy for the goats and it's good for the environment. That's farm to table. Take a listen to some of the excitement. So there's five of these busy herbivores named Skittles, Buckles, Chalupa, Malamar, and Miss Bo Peep who will remain in the city and on the job for the rest of the summer. Goats cleaning up Gotham. 
there's a hit cartoon concept in there somewhere. <laughs> all right, I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye.